This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. All right, here we are for another episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Lamore, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's show is brought to you by Vinyl Me Please. Join their Record of the Month Club by going to joinvmp.com forward slash bangerang radio. Again, Vinyl Me Please, join VMP. Dot com forward slash bangerang radio. Now, before we get to today's show with Talk to Me Never, just once again, the St. Jimmy show is coming up fast. That's the name of the Green Day tribute band I play in. If you're in the Chicagoland area, we're playing Sunday, August 20th at Base Camp Pub and Eatery in Lyle, which is pretty much, I don't know if it's considered a suburb of Chicago, but either way, it's uh, just outside of Chicago. They're having their first annual 90s Palooza. So in addition to St. Jimmy playing, they've got a Two Fighters, uh, well, Foo Fighters tribute band called Two Fighters. There's a Blink-182 tribute band. There's, um, uh, don't Speak, which is a No Doubt tribute. There's so many other awesome 90s tribute bands playing. Uh, the doors are going to open up at 11 a.m. It is an all-ages show. St. Jimmy is going to hit the stage at 4.30, and we're playing the indoor stage. There's an outdoor stage, and then an indoor stage. We'll be playing the indoor stage. Tickets are 10 bucks. You can get them at TicketWeb.com, or you can go to BangerangRadio.com and find the uh, link there. And uh, if if you go to this particular episode on bangerangradio.com, you'll find the uh, the proper link to TicketWeb. So, St. Jimmy, a tribute to Green Day, Sunday, August 20th at Base Camp Pub and Eatery in Lyle. And I hope to see you there. All right, so let's get to, de- to uh, today's show. I had a blast with these guys from Talk To You Never. Actually got to sit down with the whole band today. We had Mike, Brian, Ryan, and Austin. So let's uh, get to my conversation with them. Okay, so it's my pleasure to introduce to you, wait for it, there we go, uh, we have Ryan, and then we have Mike, and then we have Brian, and then we have Austin. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, there we go. Hey. They, they can Hello. talk. Of um, Talk to You Never. Hey. There's a, you you guys can't hear all the sound effects I have going on. That's what my iPad is for right here. Unfortunately, I'm the only one with headphones right now, but uh, I don't have enough for everyone. Still needing extra money to upgrade stuff. But anyway, it was a little round of applause is what it was. Oh, we a appreciate little, it. Thank a little can. Yeah. Hey, no problem. You guys deserve it. Especially, you know, you drove uh, drove down here and everything. I really appreciate that. So well, We appreciate you having us on here. Hey, no problem. Yes. So, um, you guys... Uh, this is your first time on the show, and uh, 
first we just kind of like do a rundown and just talk about you know like things that have been happening the last week in uh like the pop punk community and we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about I, i've got a couple of things that i just happened to see through uh social media the last couple of days you know bands that i care about and uh like to support or just bands that i'm crazy about i if you've listened to the show before i'm a huge green day fan yeah so um they just released a remix of uh, a song called fell for you which was uh, originally released on their 2012 record uno i don't know if you guys remember uno dos trey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from um what yeah. that's five years already whoa uh, <laughs> i was in college when that came out that's crazy yeah i was not in college but i was uh, i just got done with Actually, no, we were in the middle of our second tour, I think, with the projection that year. But anyway, um, so they released a remix of Fell For You, which I thought was kind of random because it's not really a song that people latch on to. And a lot of people didn't really actually latch on to those records, Uno Dos or Trey. I, I for one, loved them. I thought they were amazing, but maybe that's just because I'm obsessed with them. Um, But, you know, this uh, their latest album, Revolution Radio, is recorded at... Uh, new studio called Otis, which they built in Oakland, and that's where they mixed this remix of Fell For You, and they call it the Otis Mix. Mm-hmm. And you really, in, in my opinion, you can't really hear a big difference between the two. Um, I think you can kind of hear... Um, the. I think the Otis Mix sounds better, but it's still there's just not a big difference, so I kind of wonder what. why did they bother? <laughs> kind yeah, of thing, you know I, what I mean? I can tell you. But I, I, here, I'll... We'll, I'll play a little snippet of each one and you guys can see if you can tell a difference. So here's the remastered one, the remix. What's that? Sounds like they boosted. Yeah, they boosted everything. It it does. It really does. Yeah. So yeah, the the EQ is a lot different. Yeah, and it's got a more bassy sound to it. Yeah, I, I like that second mix. I think better. I like the second mix yeah. better too. It's yeah. uh, I just thought it was kind of interesting. It's and... it's just more more in your face and like that's kind of what Green Day should be. Mm-hmm. I like the way the uh, the snare actually sounds better. I think that's what I noticed first. Well, it sounds like it's hitting it harder. 
It does, and maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe it's sampled differently, Could be. or... Could be. I don't know. What were you going to say, Austin? Since you're a drummer, you, you know, what's your... <laughs> I was going to say, uh, maybe it's his new drum kit from uh, SJC uh, after he left Ludwig. I don't know what he recorded on. Oh, he did, on. didn't he? Yeah, he left Ludwig, so I'm not sure. It might be some new drums. That could be. Fun fact, Austin discovered what uh, Ludwig sounds like, and I think he's in love. Yeah. So okay. you're going to leave SJC? Or, or... Uh, I do play SJC. Okay. Yeah. Um, I play Pearl Snare Drum because I love it. But uh, oh, we just recorded... That's interesting. I don't know anyone that's like, oh, Pearl Snare Drum, give me that snare drum. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's just like I grew up playing that drum, okay. so anything else sounds weird to me. That's understandable. And I've like I've tried every combination of heads, and uh-huh. I finally found what works. And it just sings. I love that drum. Nice. Yeah, it does sound really good. Yeah, this snare's good. And uh, I think every venue that we've played, now it's hard that I've played, sorry, <laughs> uh, the the engineer usually comes up to me and says, that snare was the easiest snare to EQ, to mic. Uh, wow. Even it, uh, we played The Wire in Berwyn mm-hmm. with uh, our band, The Island Dwellers, and uh, he didn't even have to turn the mic on for a lot of it because it's just so punchy. Wow, is it is it a is it a wooden drum or is it steel? <laughs> it's a steel drum. It's actually the Joey Jordanson from Slipknot. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a, he's from, from Slipknot, and it's, wow. it's his uh, model, his custom snare. That's cool. But uh, it came into my possession, and uh, I turned it into a punk snare. Nice. Hey, why not? You know, yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta modify your you gotta create your own sound. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it works very well for what we do. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely like when I ever see you guys, which I want to, by the way, it's just hard to get to shows with uh, having a five month old around. Um, And uh, so I'm going to be looking for, I'm going to be listening for that (laughs) snare. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, that sounds awesome. We actually uh, just recorded with it on Thursday night. Yeah, drums are done, hopefully. Oh, yeah. That's something I wanted to talk about with you guys is I noticed this last week on Instagram. You know, you uh, you guys are up to something. A little bit, yeah. Uh, we're busy recording some stuff. Uh, don't want to give too much away right now, just because. Oh come on, give us something. <laughs> give us something. I mean, man. we're gonna we're gonna be playing one of the songs acoustically, so you'll hear it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That'll be awesome. It'll be the first time that anyone's heard brand new, right? You yeah, haven't played this song for anybody, brand new right? Talk to you, talk to you never, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for this. That'll be the first time with this lineup too. Yeah. So. And also, yeah. Also the first time. Yeah. First time acoustic with this lineup. First time you'll ever hear this lineup together. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. This is very, very special then. So yeah. I'm really, I'm, <laughs> yes, I, feel, I feel very honored that you guys are here to <laughs> well, do this. Well, we're very thing. honored that you had yeah. us on yeah, here. So we were like, let's let's return the favor. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, guys. Thank you. It's of course. Good to be back. So looking forward to that. It is uh, really good to be back. It's been a long <laughs> journey. Um, well, when was the last time you guys played a show? Has it been a while? It has. Uh, I yeah. think the last time we played was April. Um, and then we lost all our members. So that has been a while. So since since we're on the subject, it was one of the things I was going to ask. Yeah, so sure. who left and who's here now? Sure. I mean, I'm obviously meeting who's here now, but you know, I want to hear this story on how this all came about. So last winter around, um, we actually lost our lead guitarist, RJ. This is kind of stepping back a little bit. Um, and then I, we found Ryan. And hey. if, without Ryan, hey, I would have been completely give Ryan a round of applause. screwed because everybody else left after that. 
So it was. Why it was did just they a, leave? Uh, RJ, what did you do? What did you I, I say? Didn't do it. He's hard I'm to work kidding. with. I'm just He's, kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, there was, it, it it's was, okay. Uh, Trust me, I understand. I, I was, it was a lot of uh, it was a lot of business. Like a lot of a lot of them left because they were more focused on their careers and everything. Yeah. And um, that's you understandable. Know, yeah, uh, you know, it, it's just matter of I want to get to a certain level and yeah. Um, yeah, the killer of bands. You you want to make? Yeah. You're saying like you want to make it a career? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I want to. I, I want to be like a career musician. Whereas those guys were more so. Uh, I mean, they they wanted to do it too, but it, it was just getting really difficult for them. And they're like they're okay with having their their day job and then yeah, yeah, doing exactly. whatever else. I got exactly. you. I get you. Hey, yeah, you got to get on the same path because otherwise. You know, you don't get anything accomplished. <laughs> yeah, I think the best thing about all of that, though, is how that it ended pretty well. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, the, You're still friends with them. Yeah, exactly. And, I'm yeah. still friends with, with just about everybody. Okay. Well, good. Uh, but yeah, so then we uh, then we picked up uh, Austin because we were doing some auditions for drums, and it, the auditions just kind of weren't working out for us. And then Austin showed up. And then up with Austin his... showed up, and he learned everything in a day. <laughs> and his glory yeah, is so... it, it's the yeah. beard, isn't it? It's yeah, all yeah, the, the beard. beard power. Man, it's been going for beard a while. Beard power. Yeah, quite literally <laughs> just showed up, too. Was, what was just, that? Just out, just out of nowhere. You were like, I'm auditioning tomorrow. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Ryan, I was and at that's, work. That's the way that Austin is too. <laughs> well, well, Ryan probably uh, hooked you up with. Yeah, Austin, yeah. Ryan right? texted me. He's like, "Hey, okay. uh, I I joined this band. We're looking for a drummer." And I was like, "I'm auditioning on Monday." <laughs> nice. So uh, I have, uh, like, but you don't even know what the band is. I don't care. I'll be there. <laughs> pretty much. Well, I was like, "Can I play the drums? Like, is it metal?" And he's like, "No. Like, you can do these." And I was like, "Okay. <laughs> no, you can do this. It's so, pop punk. It's uh, easy. It's hit, you know. Yeah. Exactly." Yeah. <laughs> And just, then he makes it his own, and it sounds just a million times better. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> you, and I mean we've been playing together since we were in, like, junior high. So. Oh, yeah, the writing chemistry was what sold me right away, like, when, when we were sitting around and just kind of goofing around on new music, and all of a sudden it was just like... <laughs> we had everything going and it sounded awesome. So you guys started like writing right away with, with, uh, Ryan and, and Austin. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Exactly. And Brian, Brian and I are actually and Brian, writing. Of course. No, Brian actually joined oh, he's, not too long ago. Oh, okay. He's the, he's the newest member. I'm not the newest anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Brian, you're Brian the second was, uh, new guy. The funny thing though is, uh, I was auditioning with him playing guitar because he was my filling auditions. in for Kendall. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is all kinds of confusion. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Game of Thrones, <laughs> <Yeah>. which <laughs> I don't watch. Okay. House Gorman. <laughs> Whenever, see, this is what's going to happen. This is how I am with TV shows and with um, with music too. So usually, what happens is once the hype is over with, then I'll dive into it, and then I get hooked on it, and then I talk to everybody about it, and they're all like. Pfft, where have you been? They're we like, already yeah. know how it ends. Yeah, we already like we already know, man. We don't. You I, mean, know. I used to be on that train, and yeah. then I got really sick of binging because mm. I think it really killed. Like the week between Sunday night when Game of Thrones comes out, and then the next Sunday, that week is amazing because you can talk to all of your friends, formulate <laughs> plans, exactly, and like like you know hypothesize what's going to happen. Are you then, guys p- pissed about Ed Sheeran? No, uh, he was great. I thought, I thought was, he was great. I, thought, I enjoyed I, it. I thought people really should have just, you know, let him do what he wanted to do. Like, it, Shut their traps. Well, yeah, and, like, he's he's a really nice guy, super humble. He, he like, gets really, like, if you if you call him out on something, he'll stop. Like, that. that's mm-hmm. just the kind of, like, kind of personality that he yeah. has. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt really bad for him because he was just doing something that he thought was really cool. And then yeah. 
everybody ruined it for him. Yeah, I, f- I feel bad for him too. Yeah, and it was it's not like he was a major you, character or anything. No, it was just a little cameo. Yeah, I yeah. do not watch Game of Thrones. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> say hey, you and me in the same. All right, there Absolutely. we go. I'm not the only See, one. See, but he loves uh, Lord of the Rings. So yeah, like, yeah that's I why understand. I was really thrown off. That is surprising. Yeah. Because aren't they? Well, I don't know if they take place in the same kind of time period do they i mean they're no game of thrones is in its own realm so that's true it is two different worlds knights in armor though yeah different different universes but very true very Very similar universes but uh so anyway back from that tangent let's uh so brian basically uh we he was filling in for kendall um kendall was the last one to go because uh work got super busy for him and Okay. Um, you know, we wish him all the best. He's he's been he was the original talk to never remember with me. Um and then get, we added Gonzo who was our former bassist. Um and then we were do- we were doing auditions for bass and I had never I I had played bass in a band before but not for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh probably going on 10 years. Oh wow. Uh So yeah, you're playing so, bass now. So I'm playing bass now oh, too. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm not just doing vocals anymore. Yeah, and I think that that was a big change for us too. And I think that's a change that I'm really happy with because I think it 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 opens up a little bit more room and keeps you, you know, don't have to keep you busy all the time in the music. Let's the music breathe a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, I really like you on bass. Yeah. Not that I have much comparison, but I enjoy it. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, I, uh, one of my favorite bands of all time, M- M- MXPX, yep. you know, Mike Herrera, he plays bass and he's lead vocalist. Yep. So, and he's able to pull it off, obviously, amazingly well. Yep, exactly. And, amazingly uh, well, that sounds funny. I don't know, but anyway. Also, uh, um, shoot. Uh, well, you got... Grown. Homegrown's bass, homegrown basis was the vocalist too. Oh, okay, so that really sold me. <laughs> yeah, and obviously you got Mark Hoppus. Oh yeah, and yeah, as well, <laughs> dad, dad. Yeah, dad. <laughs> I don't. Where did the dad thing come from? Is uh, this... he's like the father of pop punk, so everyone calls him okay. dad. Okay, all right. I guess I could see that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I just think it's funny when people call him dad. I think it, I think it, I think it's great. But, well, and he uh, totally looks like a dad because he is one. So. Well, he is. I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say. I mean, he is a dad. This, well, like even you know, and, that, he looked like a dad. Yeah. When he lost the bleach blonde hair and everything, he mm. started looking like a dad. He's been. A, yeah, you're right. He's been a dad. I think um, he probably started. I think he, he probably started looking like a dad when "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket" came around. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and, I agree. And he was still what really. And he's probably in his 30s or yeah. something at that point. Late 20s, point. early 30s. Late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. yeah. So for some reason the spiked hair makes me think he's older than he is. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's still spiked in front of his hair. Well, and it he's, cracks me up. It, well, he's in his forties, mid forties, yeah, yeah. probably. I was watching like the live that. stream last night. And yeah, I, so was I. Yeah. At Lollapalooza. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we probably should have mentioned that it was Lollapalooza. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just watching the live stream, just like, just like, wow, they got old. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yet Travis is still just sweating his butt off oh, back I, there. Well, see, I think being uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I uh, I was thinking the same thing. Except Travis, I think I think Travis still looks pretty darn good. It's because he's yeah, vegan. He it's because <laughs> well, it's the, and I mean he. I'm not saying I don't know if the other guys work out, but he definitely works yeah, out. Oh, yeah, man, all his, the time. His workout regimen is ridiculous. It is. Um, I remember listening to a couple of podcasts that different different podcasts that he was being interviewed on Mm -hmm. and um yeah it was i just uh his workouts but and also his practice sessions too yeah are they're both pretty nuts yeah Yeah. i don't understand why people say that he's an overrated drummer because he's 
like on par drummer to me like he's fantastic yeah i i think so too i i think he's amazing and one of the cool one of the cool things about travis is that you know when you're listening to a song and it's him Mm-hmm. See Absolutely. that's yeah. that's the coolest thing. It's not like I mean, yeah, he's amazing, but you can't always tell. Like, oh, that's you know so and so. It's yeah. just there's only, a f- in my opinion, there's only a few drummers that you can easily pick out. Okay, that's Travis Barker. That's you know Keith Moon from mm-hmm. The Who. That's mm-hmm. you know that's Trey Cool. That's you know whoever. Stop me uh, before I go on a tangent because <laughs> I will because I am the drummer. But uh, I think a lot of that stems from Stuart Copeland. I know that was a big influence from him. And to me, uh, Stuart Copeland's work on The Police is always so recognizable. Like you can always tell like that's Stuart Copeland. And I think Travis kind of like brought on a lot of those qualities, like a lot of bell work splashes yeah uh, a lot of syncopated rhythms too yeah i know i could totally see that i could totally see that in fact he's talking about the police um and i uh we were talking about the new goldfinger yeah. record yeah one of the songs and i uh, the name escapes me which song it is from that album but one of the songs kind of sounds like the police a little bit is it, and is it tequila sunrise no Mm-mm, not Tijuana, that one. Tijuana Sunrise? Tijuana. No, that's Tijuana. Tijuana. Well, he talks about Tijuana. tequila in there yeah. many times. Um, <laughs> no, it's um, SOS. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that kind of has a police Definitely. vibe a police to it. vibe to it. And, and I bring it up because Travis played on that yeah. album. So I don't. I know he didn't play on every song, but I think he... Because there's... I don't know. Which song is Josh Dunn on? Do you know? I, I actually don't know. I don't I know look either. It up, though. Yeah. I'm very curious. Because mm-hmm. he's curious. another huge influence of mine. Yeah. I know. You but, were you were talking about him a yeah. little bit ago. Um, <laughs> so does Josh that mean, does that mean uh, that we can uh, move your set out into the crowd and then you're going to play on top of the crowd? I will absolutely do That'd that be awesome. all day. I've heard their shows are amazing. Yeah, Have I've, you yeah, been? I've seen their, I've seen their yeah, like, DVDs. I, I hate to be that hipster that's like, I was there when no one was in the room. But I was there pilots. when no one was in the room and it, it was awesome. And uh, We're talking were like, about 21 Pilots. Yeah, sorry, so 21 you know. Pilots. Um, and I just remember like hearing their music and going, like, I hate backing tracks. It's not them. It's not real. And then I go to their show and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is fantastic. I don't care. I don't because, like, Josh is sweating his butt off. He's working as hard as he can. Tyler's running around the stage doing backflips all over. And I was like, at that point, I was converted. I was like, all right, I'm going to get a sample pad. And, like, <laughs> this is the way music is going right now. Yeah, yeah. And there, there was a while where we, we were, we, where me and you were doing backing track stuff. And yeah, we, we, had a little, we, we had never, a little two-piece going for yeah, a while. Yeah, never left the basement. But, uh, yeah. yeah, we had that for a while. Yeah, think, it was fun to write our own backing tracks and perform to them. Yeah, we got pretty good at it. I think the craziest thing about 21 Pilots is, like, a couple years ago, they were playing, like, local shows, like, opening up around here. And it's just insane to think, like, how big they've gotten to the point where not even a local band can get to, like, play with them anymore. No. Well, they're playing playing stadiums. (laughs) Yeah, arenas and stadiums. Arenas and stadiums. It it is amazing. I'm not, like, a a big super fan. I I only really... Uh, heard of 21 Pilots because one of the radio stations I work for plays them because, mm-hmm. you know, they got into top 40 radio. And, yeah. and I work for, one of the stations I work for is a top 40 station. And um, so that's when I first heard of them. But it, like you were saying, it was amazing how they progressed yeah. so quickly. I think that's why I like Vessel a little bit more than Blurry Face because Blurry Face was like, let's play everything for the radio. And that's fine. Like the, I understand the whole progression. Like I'm not against progression for any band. Uh, but Vessel, I think, was just a really good album, like front to back. Yeah. Was Vessel before yeah. 
Blur, okay, that's yeah. what I was gonna. Because blurry face. I'm sure they got. I'm sure they're gonna be releasing something new soon oh, I'm as sure. well. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's something coming out. But uh, uh, speaking of, um, this is sort of newish. But I know about a month a month or so ago, I wanted to mention. I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the the show or not, but um, back to uh, talking about MXPX, they just released Left Coast Live. Yes, yeah. they uh, well they released Left Coast Live on vinyl. Yeah, and they kind of made it sound like okay, we're just we're just going to keep this on vinyl. We're not going to do anything else with it. And then just this last week, they actually put it out online. You can stream yeah. it. Stream it now. I which, saw that. Yeah. Which I was like, I, I figured they were going to do that eventually. But did you, I, did you hear that they're making a new I album haven't, too? Uh, well, I figured they were doing yeah. that soon because it's been five years yep. since the last one. Yep. So, because they put that out on their, what, their 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'm super stoked to hear the new album me whenever too. that's done. But uh, I still have to listen to Left, Left Coast Live as yeah, well. Yeah, me too. So, I'm I'm just a, a big MXPX fan, so I have to mention that. Um, I, I've been, uh, it, I think like two years ago. Was, no, no, it was last year because it was when I met Brian. Uh, I just randomly started collecting all their albums. <laughs> nice. Just went to disc replay one day. I was like, MXPX, I should get into this band. And then I started listening to all their albums. I'm like, I like MXPX. <laughs> I mean, they're just one of the bands that I grew up with. And uh, it's funny you mentioned that because there are some albums that I didn't like when they first came out. Mm-hmm. And then years later, I've gone back to listen to them again. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, this is an amazing album. Like, um, I, Secret Weapon, when it first came out, I didn't, I didn't really think anything much of it. And, I like it a lot. Yeah, in the last yeah. couple of years, I went back to it and I listened. And I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I was like, "What the hell was I thinking? This yeah. is an awesome <laughs> album," you know. So, yeah. um, wh- have you ever done that, uh, Ryan, with a, a band that you like love so much, but there's been a couple albums that have come out and you didn't like it, but then you went back and listened to them several um, years later? Huh. That's a good question. Um, huh. Yeah, very non-pop punk, but I, I've actually it doesn't just, matter. But just been re, been uh, recently listening back to the old Oasis albums, and uh, yeah, some of those are, are there's some there's some hidden gems on some of the uh, the ones that they did in like the mid two thousands. Those were uh, there's some good stuff on there. Was I don't even know how many albums did Oasis put out? I don't. Oh, even... they have uh, probably close to like ten, eight or eight. It's between eight. Did and they 10, do that many? Yeah. Wow, they did do uh, they did do quite a few. I guess so. I guess I don't know about don't know much about Oasis, but that's yeah. cool. How about how about you? I think I think Mike is trying to think yeah, over there. We're, so. we're all thinking. <laughs> how about you, Brian? Brian hasn't Brian said has, much. Uh, I don't have a mic. Well, no, yeah. Well, you guys, are, you guys. I'm sorry, you guys got to share. But yeah, no. What about you, Brian? Is there a band where they first put out an album and then when you when it first came out you didn't like it, but then you went back years later and listened to it? Um. The only thing I can think of is like another not pop punk band. That's which, that's fine. It, it um, can be anything. But uh, there's a lot of Rush albums that are like that for me. Like um, they did like a lot of like they kind of like their earlier stuff is more like hard rocky, and then like the stuff from like the mid '80s is all like kind of electronicy. And I I found that I liked the the like electronic stuff more after listening to it. Like again. I don't know. It's some people don't like that there's so much synthesizer in it, but I don't know. I hey, think there's still good songs. It's the 1980s. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing when you uh pick up a record and just by listening to it you can tell 
oh yeah this is definitely from like the mid 80s yeah <laughs> you know um the, syn- yeah. the synthesizers like kind of took priority over like guitar driven music for yes. a while and then eventually they went back to you know like what you think of as like classic rock and like lead guitar riffs and stuff like and that. i bet and i honestly bet uh the, the grunge movement had a lot to do with that too um because you know rock kind of came back there in the early yeah, 90s so Nirvana. so yeah so bands could totally start fucking kicking ass again yeah. instead of being all uh poppy arena rocky kind glam of thing metal you know what's that glam metal so the glam reason metal? yeah the glam reason metal, there you Nir- go. the reason nirvana was so successful is because they were trying to like destroy all the bands like poison and like rat and all the like oh, white snake. all the like yeah, yeah, yeah all the yeah, like hair yes. metal bands they were like against that mm-hmm. yeah i remembered yeah because yeah. it's very oh you might okay yeah. mike <laughs> how about you all right what's yours so i would have to say uh like jack's mannequin and something corporate I, for some reason when i was younger i was not into it and i went back and listened to it earlier this year i would say Oh man, I'm in love with Andrew McMahon. That guy's amazing, and like all the lyrics and everything that he does, it's just beautiful music. I need to give you. It's a good thing you brought that up. I need to give him a chance again. Yeah, um, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness is different. It's it's a lot more radio-y, mm-hmm. but something corporate and Jack's Mannequin. Oh, something corporate. See, I love something oh. corporate. I've loved them ever oh, since man. I was a kid, um, but I never really got into. Um, Jack's mannequin or his new his latest project yeah. either, um, Jack or uh, Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Andrew um, gave me hope for myself because I I've been playing piano for like fourteen years and it oh, never felt oh. like I was doing anything cool with it because I was like I'm playing piano and I'm just like this music nerd, but now like seeing him like with like something corporate music videos and stuff where he like stands on top of the piano and just like yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just so, so like punk, it's like punk rock piano. Yeah, exactly. With, I love him. With something corporate. <laughs> and uh, that's what I loved about him. I remember I, I saw them the very, uh, the very first Warp Tour I ever went to. I, I saw them. That was 2002. And I remember I didn't, we didn't go over, out of our way to go see them. Um, we were waiting for, I think, Real Big Fish or MXPX. To come on, yeah. because both of those bands were playing that year, I remember. But we were waiting for one of them to come on. And so, um, and, you know, they had the two stages set up next to each other. Mm-hmm. And so they were playing on, like, the left side stage, whatever the yeah. stage was called back then. I'm not sure. But um, and I remember they played, like, you know, I Kissed a Drunk Girl. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, like, this this is so cool. It's like, this guy's totally rocking out on this piano. And yeah, I've got I've got the drive-thru records DVDs, and oh, wow. there's an interview with him about, like, how he sets up the set list and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's just, he's a master at it. Like, he'll always put good music in his set list, and you, you'll never be disappointed when you see any of his sets. <laughs> it's awesome. I have to, yeah, I'll have to give him another chance. Yeah, and with and with uh, In the Wilderness, he actually plays something corporate and Jack's Mannequin music still. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn, that's yeah. awesome. Well, that's good that he still, you know, kind of uh, salutes his past. You yeah, know, I can talk about this. It. I could talk about this for days. So you, you, how about, yeah, how about you, Austin? What's what's a band for you that you know you didn't like the album when you first heard it, but then you went back? And... <laughs> this is gonna be really weird. So I'm I'm ready for uh, insults, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. You're to ready for the as long as it's not blood on the dance floor. You're fine. <laughs> uh, 
Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yeah? Uh, I got into that record like a week ago, and I was like, oh my gosh. Michael Jackson's good <laughs> This stuff, dude man. is awesome. Uh, I remember my parents would listen to XRT and like just all of that type XRT of stuff. XRT would play... Michael yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think uh, like maybe Billie Jean would come on when I was. Oh, a kid. okay. Uh, okay. But I remember just being like, "What's this?" Like, <laughs> I want to listen to like Blue Man Group because all I cared about was the drums. That's all I cared about. Um, born drummer. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. I was gonna say you were born drummer, so that makes sense. Um, but uh, one of my favorite bands, I know they don't like them, is the 1975, and I find a lot of parallels between the two. Okay. I know. I know. I, I, I could was, see. That. I was ready for it. I was ready to get hit. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, really got into Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay, Michael Jackson's good stuff. That's cool. Yeah, and I think that's something that 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 is really cool about this lineup too. Is we all like very different music, but all still kind of like the same music. So there's a lot of different influences, and I think it, with the new stuff that we're writing now, that's really coming through. I think a lot. Yeah, yeah. Our meeting ground is Blink, so like all of <laughs> yeah. us are obsessed. with I think with we Blink. all worship Blink so, a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna ask you how how writing is now with this new lineup compared it's, to before because I know your last release came out uh, it's been a year ago already mm-hmm. and a uh, over a year now, so I'm yeah. just wondering and I really liked it thank you by the way probably because there's a lot of early 2000s pop punk influence yes, to it exactly. and that's in my ground and the things that I like the most are you know from the 90s or and the, I, I felt the like a lot 2000s. of bands a lot of bands now aren't doing that so because everyone's no. gravitating more towards like story so far and knuckle puck which is still really good but. well yeah it's just everything changes with the time exactly you know um and, and uh, i refuse to grow up <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's hard you know it took me a while to actually um get into it and and appreciate it now because i do appreciate it now more than i did even just five years ago yeah because uh, that's when like the, especially the the last five years is like when that's really um come into you know what um, what the new wave pop punk is? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's what I call like the the emo influenced mm-hmm. pop punk. You know, it was funny. I was having this conversation, I think, off the air with um, with Rebuild and Rebound. Yeah. Um, last week, and we were just talking about good um, guys, very good guys. Yeah. I had a blast with uh, Danner and and Jake there, but I think it was Danner and I we were talking about. Um, he was saying that yeah we we're we're trying not to call ourselves pop punk anymore because you know we we sound more like on the the poppier side of things and we don't really sound like real friends and things like that and then i was like well there's there's like the pop pop punk which is like all time low which is what they compare to more yeah then there's more of the punk pop punk then there's like the emo pop punk, and then there's, yeah, the, then there's like easy core. There's easy uh, core. True. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say. Then you got easy core, yeah. and so it and just. I have no clue what any of these terms mean. <laughs> see, and that that's easy core where... has all the breakdowns. And, and see, this is where city this is where it gets yes. a little ridiculous that we're actually sitting here analyzing it and getting that deep into it. It's yeah. just like, well, why can't we just call it rock? It's or funny why can't we just call it punk? People ask us like, what like what do you guys play? Yeah, and you have to have like a good good answer for that yeah that's, yeah. that's, that's the, i think that's where this stems from is like exactly you can't just be like oh we play pop punk well what do you like mm. oh, shoot um, it's true because you have to have a good answer because someone it. might say oh so you sound like uh yeah everyone you know. tries to generalize you and right. like it's cool at first but after a while it's like well we're trying to make our own sound so like <laughs> yeah and that's something that i've really wanted to push into the realm of is i really want us to sound like talk to you never and not you know 
I don't want us to sound like Newfound Glory or like Blink-182. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't when you listen to it, I don't want you you know, I don't want people to think the first thought is, "Oh, this sounds exactly like that band" because then what's the point of even making it in my opinion? True, but it, and, and I no, I totally get that every artist wants to strive for that, but you're always going to be compared. Yep. To yeah. what I was about Someone to say. is always going. Oh, that. You that know, sounds, sounds like. And then the most general one that we would always get is Blink, because I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. know really? who Blink is versus everybody yeah, else. That's true. Right. Um, I was saying Newfound Glory. Yeah. Very. Yeah. When I first uh, heard. Talk to you uh, never. The, the day before I auditioned. <laughs> like, oh, this sounds like <laughs> Newfound Glory. The best comparison we've ever gotten is. Uh, Simple Plan and Newfound Glory's Baby. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah, like Me Over You is like that could be a Newfound Glory song. <laughs> it I could. Can, it really could. Yeah. That's yeah. Me Over You <laughs> instead of My Friends Over You. My Calzones Over You. Yeah, we, we wrote out My Calzones <laughs> Over You this morning. My Calzones Over <laughs> You. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about uh, how hot the Calzones are. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Got a little silly. We have, I like we that. We have fun here. We hey, do. well, we you have, gotta we have, have fun. fun. No matter yeah. what kind of genre you're playing, you gotta have fun. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and uh, one one last thing I know that I want to uh, touch base on and talk about is uh, Sleep on It. Mm-hmm. They uh, announced they're hitting the road with water parks. Yes, that's this awesome. Fall. I did not hear of water parks until I think once again Jake and Danner from Rebuild and Rebound yeah. was talking about them. Water parks and, is good uh, stuff. But I think they're both on the same label either Ye- both on equal vision yes, yes. yeah um but uh water parks has been a i well i don't know if they've been around longer but they definitely Three, are more well known probably around the same amount, probably around the same maybe time. maybe a little longer because it took them a couple years to get signed yeah. but i know that they're like benji madden's like baby basically. oh okay that's where the yeah okay. so they, they discovered them and then, okay yeah, uh, well if you got if you got madden you know, yeah. behind you, then yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're good to go. Yeah, you're in a good place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so their tour starts November 6th, and that's running through December 7th. And also on the tour is uh, As It Is and Chapel. Make sure you snag your tickets at sleeponitband.com. I think they're playing, they're pretty much playing every House of Blues in the nation. Yeah, I think, it looks like it. Um, including the one I'm, in Chicago. I'm so proud, so. proud of those guys. The, I've I met them... Three years ago, uh, it wasn't even our show. We went to Centennial for I think it was Wayo Fest. Maybe. Okay, um, and we were outside, and uh, Luca was out there. So we started talking to Luca, and everyone else came out, and we just started talking to them. And uh, since then, I've just been really close with Jake and uh, Luca, and, uh, and then I met Zach, and Zach's pretty cool too. So I've I, only I, met I've only met Jake, yeah, and I met him at Warp Tour. <laughs> Everybody knows Jake; it's awesome. <laughs> Everybody does. Yeah, I only met him one time. It was uh, I bumped into him at Warp Tour yeah. uh, last summer, yeah. and because I because we had become Facebook friends in the last I don't know a couple months or something. That's always how I it play- happens with Jake. Because <laughs> I played I played Sleep on it. I played one of their songs on my old podcast, yeah. and I think that's when we connected. And I recognized him. I was like, "Hey!" I was like, "You're Jake, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." And you're that dude from you know I was yeah. Like, yeah. So we were like both like looked at each other and we kind of recognized where we were from but uh, I thought that was funny. Yeah, I would definitely throw Jake into my role models because it's just everybody knows who he is right. and what what they've been able to do with sleep on it is 
beyond it is that I've ever seen. And I'm happy. I'm very happy for them. So one one of these days, I need to get them on the show. Yeah, I actually tried to get Jake on the show before, but it, it's always it's tough. Yeah, when, time when I'm down when I'm you know south of Chicago and everyone else is in Chicago yeah. or you know northwest suburbs or yeah. whatever. And so that's why I'm always grateful and I always thank bands a lot for driving down here because it helps me out. It's hard for me to travel nowadays, you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just wanted to uh, highlight sleep on it and talk about uh, that tour Good so um <clears throat> all right so you got let's uh let's get to our uh, pop punk picks of the week pop punk picks of the week Three, two, one. all right so my pick of the week this week uh is actually a band that submitted uh gave me an email which i do take please uh you can always submit your music at bangerangradio at gmail.com but uh, they're all the way from australia Awesome. So I was like, hell yes, I got to check this out, you know? And um, so they're called the Skate Goats. Whoa, that's an awesome name. And uh, yeah, I thought so too. Their, their logo, I'm pretty sure, literally is a goat on a skateboard. That's perfect. Yeah. Fantastic name, guys. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, I like this. It's, um, it's kind of, I guess it, yeah, reminds you of some older style pop punk so cool. which is always where my heart is at most of the time Same. um so i want to highlight them their song is called uh the song that i listened to and liked it's called there's something about mary jane i'm not sure if they're talking about a girl or marijuana but either way <laughs> great song um so that's what we're going to listen to right now if you like what you hear the skategoats.bandcamp.com
that scapegoats. There's something about Mary Jane that uh, they're all the way from Australia. They sent me a submission, so thank you guys for that. Really dig the sound. You can uh, check them out, the scapegoats.bandcamp.com. Great uh, stuff, guys. Yo, Skategoats, if you ever come to Chicago, hit us up. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We'll guys. If you guys ever come to Chicago, you can be on the show. Definitely. Actually, we could even do it via online. But anyway, so that is my pick of the week. And I know um, Mike and yeah. I were talking um, about uh, your, what your pick of the week was going to be. Yeah, so. you know. It, and I was surprised by your pick, Super throwbacks. Um, yeah. You know, Alistair is like one of my favorite bands of all time. Um if not, I mean, their story of the year is my absolute favorite band. But Alistair was like, it's just a band that hits me so hard, and it, it's just everything that I've ever wanted to do. And Alistair's awesome. So D two is like one of the best songs that barely anybody really knows because it's on an album that isn't Last Stop Suburbia, and what Alistair is known for is Last Stop Suburbia. So, yes. uh, you know, before the blackout is a, or before the, yeah before the blackout is a great album. Is that after? Because I, I don't the, know it's the much album about... exactly after. Okay. Uh, so Last Stop Suburbia doesn't really have a lot of leads and a lot of like extra stuff, and mm-hmm. that's what makes it so, you know, standard. Yeah. Um, and then before the blackout came out, and people were kind of like iffy about it because they did start adding leads and like o's and just like different things and I, I feel like this album front to back always has like like oh there should be a lead here and then there it is you know so it, it's just I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fanboy of Alice. so you so. think they they definitely you know oh yeah it, it was like the next level this yeah. is exactly what they needed to do I've I saw them when so um, <laughs> and you've never seen them? No, never I got I got into them so late. <laughs> oh wow. Well, I didn't get it. I got into them late. Um and actually I honestly did not get into them until my songwriting was compared to them. Oh wow. And then I thought, okay, I'll definitely give Alistair a listen because I mean, I I've, I've heard of them for years but never listened to them. Yeah. And then I think it was I was probably about 5 years ago. Okay. Uh there's this song that I wrote called Late Night in Logan Square. And Is it compared to somewhere on Fullerton? <laughs> I mean, how could it not be? Um, but the, yeah, that is the song. So I listened to, you know, the Fullerton, and yeah. I was like, oh yeah, like I can hear the comparison. Even though, and the funny thing is, usually when people compare you to other bands, you listen to those yeah. bands, right? Yeah. Never listen to Alistair, but yet I'm listening to this song. I'm like, yeah, this sounds like something I would probably write. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how. How that works out? Yeah, and even uh, yeah. Scott's the the vocalist for Scott uh, for Alistair is in a different band now, and it's still pop punk, but it's in Japan. Yes, I and, saw like, that. It's still really good. Like everything that that Scott does, it like follows him. He seems like a really nice guy. He, yeah, from what yeah. I've been told, he's really good. For, he's really like cool. And yeah, he just the uh, the the one time I saw them, he just seemed like he was like the sweetheart. Yeah. in the band, and that's what yeah, um, that's I what saw I them when they they uh, opened up for MXPX. <sighs> MXPX played two shows at Reggie's. Um, that was I don't know three years ago, maybe. Yeah, it was like one of their last shows, I think. Elsewhere. Well. Uh, one of Alistair's last yeah. shows, yeah, I think it was, because um, they haven't. I don't know if they've played since then or if they have. It's, no, it's they, it's, they it's been not. a while. Yeah, because <laughs> Scott went to Japan. Okay, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> um, well, I'm. Yeah, he probably maybe comes back and forth. I he have does, no yeah. idea. Um, but anyway, so that's when I got the chance to see them, and uh, they were good. So, all right, yeah, let's listen. Yeah, to let's it. give it a listen.
by D2 Alistair. That is, uh, well, Mike's pick, I should say, yeah. of, uh, I, I of the week. I don't know if these guys even know that song. <laughs> what, would, what would you guys have picked? We can start. Uh, this can is start really on the spot, so I'm gonna throw okay. it to Ryan or Brian. The okay. Ions, as I call them. Okay. <laughs> All right, Brian. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what your pick would have been. I would say probably something from City Lights. You pick City Lights. I don't know. I did you like their uh, that last like surprise the EP, EP they put out? Um, did you get a chance to listen to was, it? Which one? Was it like the acoustic one or was it like a different No, thing? they no, released like a... It was about a was it been a year ago already? Maybe uh, not a quite a year. Months, yeah, like maybe six months or so. Maybe, yeah, six to eight like, months or something like that. Oh, the, was that the one with like all the like garage band drums and like yes. pre-recorded? So, eh, yes. It was okay. <laughs> I thought it was good. I liked it. But then again, I'm not like, I'm not like a super fan of city lights i like city lights but i never got hardcore into them i just like their first album a lot <laughs> yeah they they uh they had a thing going on but you know bear tooth so yeah <laughs> but uh how about you ryan um if you haven't figured it out yet i'm not a huge pop punk guy uh that's cool I, it doesn't have to be is, pop punk i, I mean uh, we talk about all kinds of different genres on this show exactly. i mean that's <laughs> thrill, yeah, yeah. we talk about so, mj you know um, no I, I i love pop punk but i love uh, all sorts of different uh genres of music so i think if i was to pick something it'd probably be um probably something off uh coheed and cambria's uh in keeping secrets of silent earth three. Oh, nice uh they play what they were in um Chicago, not too long ago. Yeah, played the, Argon? At, at the Aragon, yeah. Ar- Aragon. So. Yeah, they played, I would say uh, Argon. They played all of Good Apollo. And <laughs> That's an element. Fantastic. Oh, oh was, was it like so a 10th anniversary kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They played the full the full album back to front, and it was amazing. Oh, they were so good. I thought about going to that show because my girlfriend is a big fan of Coheed and Cambria. She is not, or my fiance, excuse me. Um, she, oh. <laughs> well, it's, oh. it's recent, it's, it, you know, since March. So we're well, still, congrats. we've been, thank yeah, you. Congrats. We've been together for five years. So oh, for most <laughs> yeah, edit button or the uh, what? What were you saying? Uh, I don't have a trigger for the claps. Trigger. Oh yeah, the, cl- oh, the claps. No, thank you. I'm thank used you. To I'll, I'll give myself claps. Actually, it probably should be a boo because I said girlfriend instead of fiance. Shame, shame boo on me. Boo, claps. yeah, boo. Then yay, yay. Um, no, but um, she she loves Coheed and Cambria, and her she's she's definitely not a pop punk person like me (laughs) she's she loves emo music and you know screamo and things like that yeah coheed's probably one of my favorite bands so i don't love them as much as ryan i'll admit that but uh but (laughs) claudio is fantastic i just guy's amazing i just remember when they had their breakout and I would always just wonder, I was like, how does he hit those high notes? Because I always, what I just picture, I just picture him like grabbing his balls and squeezing her and go, (laughs) you know, and just, that's what I always picture, you know, because it's just. Well, when he saw him, I think uh, his guitar covered that whole section. (laughs) And behind the guitar, there was actually like a little little lever or something. There's a little button. There's a, yeah, someone. It's one of the, when when we think he's uh, switching to like uh, the different bridge. (laughs) Yeah, it's just that's what it's, it's like one of those Acme uh, boxes from Roadrunner. <laughs> the little like punch. <laughs> oh man, that's great. That, I mean, oh excuse me. <laughs> wow, um, that could very well be. That could very well be. Hey, we'll have to. If I ever get a chance to interview him, I'll ask him. He'll probably, yeah. he'll probably so, take offense to that and probably tell me to you know go fuck off. But yeah, um, no, super talented 
Man, oh, yeah, I agree, absolutely. man. They're they're amazing. They're amazing at what they do. Um, so, all right. Well, I think I finally found my pick. I, I did research over here. Oh, okay. That, uh, oh, you were you were thinking about? Yeah, well, I was okay, thinking. What about would it. your pick have been? My, my pick was uh, "Hey Darling" by the nineteen seventy nine. Wait, nineteen ninety seven. 19, the 19, right. there's there's a band uh, called the 1997 yeah you just like the bands that have years i know it's names. not my fault it yeah the 1997 um it I've, is pop I, punk and i highly suggest it when did they break when, like when did they come like when did they start 2000 okay yeah. i was gonna say i think i vaguely vaguely remember 1997 yeah that name that name sounds familiar yeah it does and yeah, i don't it, know if it's just because of the 1975 or if it's yeah yeah I, it's just the numbers with me i know okay like 182 yeah 44 <laughs> I, I know it's some 41 some 41 it's an issue yeah oh i will i would say i mean yeah i love some 41 i love blink 182 plus 44 i never got into but you know which i've heard new blink is plus 44 anyway Pretty much. Yeah, so. yeah, I wouldn't say that at all. I know. Ryan no, doesn't like New Blink. I don't like New Blink. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. You, that, that, that's you, a whole other well, tangent that okay, I could go on. Okay, but, uh. well, back to, you know, Austin mentioned that he was watching the La La Palooza stream last night. Oh, yeah. And I was watching it. And as I was watching it, I'm still, when I'm... <laughs> what we were both it? watching it. Oh, so. okay. Um, I, as I was watching it, I just kept thinking, I kept thinking, why... Had, why haven't Blink? Why haven't they gotten another guitar player for you know to fill it out? Because I just think it's lacking. You know, that's just my opinion. But have you seen them live, or is that just based on the live stream last night? That's just based on the live stream. Do okay. they actually have someone hidden in well, the back see, that right, I so don't I know about? This, or? or we were having this conversation. Okay, I think what we heard was what they were hearing because I heard layers of Mark like coming off like the the back so i i sounded like it sounded like they were playing the back tracks but we didn't hear those tracks i heard some uh, some I, synth uh, yeah i heard some like there. light yeah. layering yeah they definitely have some backing tracks for sure but i think in the mix that we heard they weren't turned up mm. but to, to answer that question i think blink is three people it'll always be three i mean i get it but, I, but what about you know i i would just yeah, it's got to be the aesthetic. I think that's that's yeah. really what they're doing is they yeah. want to keep the Blink aesthetic. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they're sticking I, with I tradition, but I mean, I get the tradition thing. You know, I do, but at the same time, you know. Well, if it was know. me, I would definitely Green Day have used to be four. three people, and <laughs> right. now it's like six. Well, right. Sure. You know, and I think, you know, I think it it, it helped their live sound. But that's yeah, just they, my opinion. They have like, yeah. I know they have like a keyboard player when they yep. play live, and they also have... I think this is kind of stupid, though. They have a guy that just does backing vocals and he, nothing else. No, he plays guitar as well on certain okay. songs. All, yeah. All Time Low has has the guitarist that is basically Jack because Jack isn't very good at guitar. So they, <laughs> <laughs> so if he's if he ever watches this, I'm sorry, Jack. <laughs> I, but, just, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying Blink sucks live or anything. I just yeah. think it would you know put on a better life it, it would yeah. definitely and even with talk to you never when we used to be a four piece it was one guitar one bass and just i was vocals. just doing vocals okay and yeah. it would, it sounded so empty mm-hmm. and then when we yeah. added that fifth member it was like whoa <laughs> yeah no, i just i don't know yeah i definitely agree i i i pretty much refused to write for a, like a trio situation now because we used to play in a trio and yeah just, it was it, it, it was rough yeah, yeah there's and, so and much like you said, you. there's just it just ends up there. You're just like, oh, there's so much more I could do here, but I need to play these chords to mm-hmm. fill it out. So there's I can't put any sort of melody over this. Yeah. And especially since, I mean, even old Blink, there's a lot of 
there, there's a lot of separate separated guitar parts. There's a lead yep. and there's mm-hmm. a yep. there's definitely a rhythm you can play behind that lead. But obviously live, most of the time they just play the lead mm-hmm. because that it's a, like a it's a melodic lead yep. and you want to hear that. The fans want to hear those leads. Exactly. So yeah. that's why I think they should have another guitarist. Yeah. I'd, I agree. Yeah. I'd be all for it. I mean, now it, that Tom Tom gone, will come back. Yeah. Now that, well, now that Tom's gone, like the aesthetic <laughs> is gone. So like, might as well start fresh. You know, at yeah. this point. Right. Yeah. And I think there's just too many egos in the band. Yeah. Too, ego, for that. That ego if plays they were to have role. somebody, they're they're already, I think, having enough issues trying to get together with just three people, let alone four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. But uh, that's just a thought I had. Anyway, um, we're, we're going to go ahead and we're uh, going to take a break and we'll come back to uh, talk to you never special acoustic performance. I'm looking forward to this playing some songs <laughs> that no one's ever heard and also a new lineup that no one's ever heard. Yep. So yeah, this is this is going to be awesome. All right, we'll get back to Mike, Brian, Ryan, and Austin of Talk To You Never in just a minute. Just to remind you, today's episode of Pop, Punk, and Pizza is brought to you by by, uh, Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is a vinyl record of the month club. It's actually the best record club, by the way. Every single month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection and sends it to thousands of members worldwide. Special edition vinyl records you can't get anywhere else. We're talking colored vinyl, custom lyric books, exclusive artwork, personal notes from the artist, and much, much more. The only thing that won't surprise you is how much you end up loving the music itself. Now, we know that trusting someone else to curate your record collection is pretty scary. Like, really scary, right? You've had your whole life to fine-tune your taste, and we certainly don't want to uh, take away from that. So that's why they have swaps. With Swaps, you can exchange a featured record with one of the VMP archives or a limited set uh, of store titles. So if you don't like what they send you for the month of August of 2018, you send it back and you can pick something else. It's no big deal. There's no contracts to sign. There's no strings, no guilt trips. You can really cancel at any time. So to join their record club, go to joinvmp.com forward slash bangerang radio again join vmp.com forward slash bangerang radio and we get a little funding here if uh, you sign up for the club we actually don't get anything from them unless you sign up so thank you for vinyl me please for sponsoring pop punk and pizza and bangerang radio and thank you for uh, supporting us in return now let's get back to the show so this is a brand new song it's called it's a nice night for a neck injury
are rewriting every word and self-doubt And see my imperfections oh so perfectly I wear a layer of self-consciousness To cover up what people miss When they try to tell me how there's more to life than this You can tell me that it's alright You can tell me it's the best years of my life But you don't know where I've been I can swear at one time this felt to be a lot of people's favorites, so we figured we'd play it.
Once again, let's give a big round of applause to talk to you, Never. That was awesome. Wonderful acoustic performance. And we got to hear something new with the brand new lineup. That's the first time. Now, if you really like Talk to You Never and you're in the Chicagoland area, they do have a show coming up, by the way. Uh, September 3rd, they're playing The Wire in Berwyn. It's going to be... at 6.30 on Sunday, September 3rd. Also playing is Fiction, Invictus, Howl, and Heading West. And I'm pretty sure you can hit up Talk To You Never for tickets, which their social medias, by the way, or at least their Twitter and their Instagram. Uh, their Twitter is T-T-Y-N, Pop Punk, and their Instagram is Talk To You Never pop punk and of course they are on facebook as well you just have to search talk to you never on facebook and their name will come up but again their twitter ttyn pop punk instagram talk to you never pop punk so be sure to check those guys out live sunday september 3rd at the wire in berwin illinois at 6 30 it's the first time for them performing with their uh, new lineup and they're going to play a couple uh, new tunes for you as well probably uh they'll play the tune that we just heard except it'll be full band so that will be awesome anyway thank you for tuning into pop punk and pizza and thank you again to talk to you never for being on the show had a blast with you guys before we go just a reminder once again the green day tribute band i play in saint jimmy has a show sunday august 20th at base camp pub and eatery in lyle that's coming up here pretty quickly so get your tickets at ticketweb.com it's their first annual 90s palooza so so there's a ton of 90s tribute bands ticketweb.com to snag those tickets today and if all goes plain and next week on the show, Night Terrors is going to be here. Now, Dave Gomez of Night Terrors has been on the show before. I believe that was episode four, I want to say. Him and I sat down to review uh, Green Day's Revolution Radio and Sum 41's um, 13 Voices album. So if you want to go back in the archives and listen to that show, you can. It was actually a lot of fun. So Dave and the rest of his band are going to be here on Night Terrors. Uh, that's going to be available August 14th right here on BangerangRadio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, tune in, and you can even watch the video version on YouTube. Be sure you like Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast on Facebook. Our Twitter is Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Instagram, Pop Punk Pizza Podcast. And uh, the Bangarang Radio pages, you can just look us up on Facebook under Bangarang Radio. And the Twitter is at Bangarang Radio. My personal Twitter is uh, at 
On Air with JJ. And that's uh, the letter J, not like J-A-Y or anything like that. But anyway, I'd love to hear from you, so please reach out to me on our social media pages. You can tell me how much you like the show, how much you hate it, whatever it is. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to be a guest on the show or you want your music featured on the show, shoot me an email, bangerangradio at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you there as well. If you're a band in the Chicagoland area or you happen to be coming through, shoot me links to your music. Shoot me an EPK if you have it. That is always um, helpful as well. So bangerangradio at gmail.com. And that's it for this week. Thank you once again. Have a wonderful week. Can't wait to be back here with you next week on Pop Punk Pizza. It's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza